You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Alam, Sadiqa, truthful news. And you know, when you get truthful news, it's very rare you find individuals that are, you know, at the peak of the profession. But when they find things being truthful and they say, you know what? We need to share this with the world. Even it means us sacrificing our profession or, you know, being demonized by those that have sold the souls to the devil and those that come from the Luciferian sect. You know what I'm talking about, people. But uh, this evening, once again, uh, we'd like to welcome uh, our GP, who's also into natural science. uh, uh, He's also a natural science biologist. And, uh, you know, he studied so many things. And he just told told me before the show, Shafaz, don't, you know, uh, flaunt my credentials. I'm just someone that wants to speak the truth and if i if i can please the lord with the truth i'm speaking then i'll be very satisfied and you know i tell you dr shankara chetty uh, you know all right before i get to you let me welcome a pious and sagacious ummah with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and uh, dr shankara chetty a blessed uh, good evening to you and tell me how are you doing this evening doctor I'm fine, Shafat, and I hope all your audience is doing fine. Uh, very good evening to all of them. I tell you, my audience are so, uh, you know, tuned in uh, to you that whenever you come, there's uh, excitement on this platform and there's always a big, big request for all your podcasts and so forth. And, you know, uh, I mean, you know that uh, you're making waves, uh, but in the, the times of, uh, you know, pressure on you, you still, you know, you're shining. You're shining even more brighter. And, uh, you know, Let's go way back, doctor, way back. These two names that always stands off. And when you talk about it, people say, oh, conspiracy theorists and this and that. The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, they had captured uh, maybe the banking systems of this world. They've been uh, known for, you know, supporting uh, military wars. And, they, uh, you know, they, they have big investments in armaments industries and investment in many other things. But when the investment came into pharmaceuticals and so many other things, take us into that that world where they started interfering with uh, you know the world of medicine and ushering in uh, uh, these uh, different types of scenarios, which is actually you know destroying mankind. Your thoughts, uh, Doctor Shankara Chetty? Uh, Shafat, it goes back centuries. Uh, you know, uh, this started with a group called the Kazakhs who were in uh, the area now known as Russia. Uh, They were Luciferians, uh, the uh, devotees of Lucifer. And they were quite quite a notorious uh, crowd at that time, uh, pillaging, raping the usual Luciferian ways. And part of that was uh, child sacrifice, uh, uh, pedophilia, uh, sodomy, all those kind of uh, things that we find not not part of our society today were practiced in in that time and uh yeah so they were they were all uh, lucifer's devotees and uh, at that time uh, the the rulers of russia felt that that was uh, inappropriate and wrong so they asked them to choose a faith uh, one of the three faiths uh, either islam uh, christianity or judaism and uh, they chose to be called jews and supposedly started following a Jewish faith, but uh, in the background still practiced their Luciferian traditions. Uh, They were known uh, to waylay traders, uh, steal, uh, murder, profit from other people's sufferings. And of course, if you look at what Lucifer wants, he wants uh, wants people's souls, their spirits, and of course he wants uh, the innocence of children. To capture that and that's the reason pedophilia and uh, child sacrifice is a big part of luciferian ways and uh, what transpired after that was of, of the, the the next uh, ruler of russia realized that uh, they were still practicing this uh, luciferian traditions and so he banished them from russia and they started to move west towards europe and in that time the the people thought they were jewish and so they classified themselves as Ashkenazi Jews. And uh, at that point, the Rothschilds were already part of this movement. They were a big family in this group. Uh, When they moved west, they became known as the Ashkenazi Jews. And uh, I think that's where the name Nazi comes from. 
the the uh, their their work in the West was to they were very very uh, angry with Russia, and a big part of Luciferianism is revenge. Uh, they were vengeful of what Russia had done to them, and so in the West they became priests, they captured religion, they became uh, uh, lawyers and got involved in state matters. Uh, they also remember at that time people traveled along the Silk Route. And these were the people that uh, waylaid them, stole their gold, never got them to reach their destiny. So they decided to clean up their act, and so people won't notice them. And so the priesthoods, uh, the lawyers, and of course what they did was they set up what became the banking sector today. They set up uh, places in the West where you could deposit your gold and travel to the East and pick it up in the East. Uh, so nobody could waylay you for your gold in between, though it was them waylaying you for your gold. And so they set up these branches around the main cities, uh, around the, the west and the east, so to so for people to uh, deposit their gold for safety. And of course, with these deposits of gold, you had to pay a, uh, like we do today, an interest for the safekeeping of your money. And that formed the basis of the banking sector. And remember, every person that traveled deposited their gold with them. So they became the wealthiest people on the planet. And they used that wealth to grow different societies. Uh, they then uh, started with the Christian faith. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, popes got involved uh, because of their wealth. They managed to buy off almost everyone around them. Uh, they started forming all these uh, orders. Uh, the Order of Malta, all the different orders that formed. In fact, initially it was the Knights Templar. Uh, they were supposed to be a poor group taking care of uh, the people's needs, but uh, they amassed immense wealth. At one point, the Pope was convinced to uh, excommunicate them, and so uh, they started forming these orders to keep their underground movement going. Many orders formed. Uh, that's where the Order of the Masons comes from, uh, the Illuminati comes from. Uh, but they, in, the, in that time, captured everything, uh, religion, education, uh, the whole truth, uh, economics. And so they've governed the world for a very long time, encouraging other very wealthy families to join in that tradition of Luciferianism, but all undercover. Uh, in, the, in this century, the Rockefellers came into play, uh, same with the Gateses. Uh, in fact, in the, uh, the last century, the 1800s, uh, and they uh, wanted to develop a pure race. Uh, so eugenics, uh, which was always part of this, took form, uh, where they wanted to eliminate anyone that was not of pure blood. Uh, pure blood was considered to be blood group O, Scandinavian descent, uh, blue eyes and blonde hair. And uh, with the uh, discovery of uh, petrol, petroleum, uh, and petroleum products with the uh, Rockefellers, uh, the Rothschilds have been involved in this from day one. They're part of this cult, uh, very big, very, very well-known family in the cult itself. But when the Rockefellers got involved with petrol, they became very, very wealthy. And that was the start of the chemical industry. And so uh, the plastics industry and the petroleum industry and, of course, uh, chemicals that we use today all started with the petroleum industry. And with the wealth of the Rockefellers, they decided to influence the pharmaceutical industry and the medical community because they were now making drugs that people could take. Uh, uh, these drugs were made from chemicals and, of course, they needed a way to enforce it on people. So they started sponsoring the major medical universities uh, around the globe, uh, financing them. And once they had them dependent on their financing, they started to influence the curriculums in these universities. Uh, prior to the uh, chemical revolution that they brought on, uh, doctors practiced natural medicine. So all the medications or all the remedies that were that were prescribed were all natural, holistic, homeopathic, spiritual in nature. Uh, a lot of things related to the divine meditation, uh, attaining higher form. 
And so they influenced the medical uh, universities to classify all these other treatments as alternate treatments, classify any doctors uh, practicing it as quacks, and ban any doctors that are registered with the mainstream universities to uh, uh, enforce that they cannot practice it. Uh, to do that, they formed these medical associations. Uh, the medical associations uh, formed bodies around the world. All the different medical associations formed uh, a single uh, body that governed uh, doctors' practices. And so they insisted that universities only teach allopathic medicine, not any other form of medicine. And to this day, doctors are not taught about natural remedies, plants, and all the different kinds of uh, miracles that they that they show us. Doctors are not schooled on diet and dietary interventions. So we all taught only about allopathy and the prescription of medication. They also, with all the money they had, uh, informing the pharmaceutical industry, captured the research wings of all these medical schools so that they could uh, research their own chemicals and come up with their own uh, reports on them so they could hide safety inflate any benefits they had and get it through to doctors uh, without any hassles. And that has persisted to this very day. And of course, today, we see all these different parts of this cult coming together. Uh, we see how they've captured the banking sector and how they've controlled it. Uh, we understand uh, how they control religion and we've seen the splits in different religions. Uh, you see Christianity being split today. Uh, with people on different sides of this vax debate, uh, some calling it the mark of the beast and other uh, promoting it. Uh, you've seen that they've captured the educational system around the globe, and that has indoctrinated our children into a particular mindset, uh, a mindset that makes us strive for wealth and other gain rather than spiritual upliftment and uh, a view to ascension. And so in the long run, by governing the economics of the world, they've touched every facet. They know that uh, people's minds can be manipulated and directed. Uh, so they speak uh, lies, uh, truths, immaculate truths, that uh, lies that people will tend to follow. And uh, through, the, through the ages, uh, they, have, they have guided public towards what the, what the agenda is. Even Hollywood is involved. I mean, you look at all the movies that came out 15, 20 years ago, they all spoke about what's happening now. So it's almost predictive programming. They show you movies that have ghastly scenarios. And when you see it for the second time, it's not that bad and eventually becomes acceptable. And that's the reason I think today people find it acceptable that depopulation is a part of what we're going through. Uh, so it's, it's predictive programming. Hollywood's involved. You see now with our educational system, they've always pushed us to a very narrow view of education. And now with the education system, they're talking about LGBTQ and talking about sexualizing children from a very young age. That all has to do with the Luciferian way of pedophilia and child sacrifice. So they want again in sexualizing children to take away their innocence as quickly as they can. Uh, years ago, children remained children for a long time, Shabbat. And uh, you can see it from our parents' generation to our generation to the new generation. We say children grow up very young. They don't grow up very young. They just lose their innocence very young. And that's what Satan wants. That's what Lucifer wants. He wants their innocence. And so what's going on today is a huge picture. But it didn't start three years ago been going on for many years. So yeah, I hope people open their minds and realize we've been misled and start to put down all the things we aspire to and understand those aspirations have been misguided. You know, doctor, you said it uh, brilliantly. That's the only word I can use. I can't find any other superlatives. And you talk about, uh, you know, the enforce uh, the agenda by capturing universities and uh, medical facilities, uh, uh, you know, doctors, pharmaceuticals, and then they're interfering with the natural, uh, the, they interfered with the natural way of treating people or natural medicine. 
and brought in their own ad- agenda. And they are pushing in in this, uh, you know, we can call it a devilish, or you call it a Luciferian uh, disorder. And this movement, as you said, is lies and propaganda. I recall uh, Malcolm X uh, saying this. He said, you know, be, uh, the, his Muslim name was Malik al-Shabazz. You must have heard of hmm. him. Uh, and he said, yes. you know, the media is so po- powerful, it can brainwash millions and millions of p- people. The media is so powerful, it can have you hating those that are oppressed and loving the oppressor. And this is what's going on here. There is this tug of war between the, uh, you know, the people that speak the truth and the people that speak the lies. But unfortunately, those that are propagating lies and, uh, you know, disorder in, in, in world affairs today, unfortunately, uh, Dr. Shankara Chetty, they own the media, they own the control and patrol uh, with the security forces. And as you said, with a lot of help from the devil's brigade, and they are going on with the agenda. And as you said, the children of today, they're not even leaving the children. And you said we were innocent. Even when we are 15, 16, we are still innocent. But today, at the age of two, three, four, the poor child is, uh, you know, they want to arouse sexuality in them. And, you know, tell them this, do this and play this game and do that game. Uh, you can call yourself a girl or a boy. And all that is, uh, you know, uh, such a tragedy. And, you know, young couples today, are really compromised in in, in, in such a in, in, in such a way uh, I think you know they can die of pressure and so forth uh, doctor and then when you spoke about uh, you know when they captured religion and as you said uh, you know they targeted or they wanted to become Jews and they became the Ashkenazis uh, Jews one of the Ashkenazis Jew is also a person called Benjamin Netanyahu and what they call them doctor they call them Zionist Jews uh, Zionist Jews because Zionism, Zionism is an ideology, you know, based on the uh, uh, on on the allegiance with the Lucifer, and uh, this is what happens. And uh, what is amazing that, that when you told me that the churches have been captured by uh, by this movement, and one of them is the Christian, uh, you know, Baptist Belt, or they call them the Christians, uh, Christian Baptist Zionist Belt in America, which is uh, very closely. Uh, associated with APAC, the American-Israeli Press Affairs Committee, where they uh, decide who the next president of the United States of America will be. Look at this present president uh, that they have in America. What's his name? Joe Biden. How's he controlled? He's he's worse than a puppet. He's falling from the stairs. He goes into a blank mode. He doesn't know what he's saying. There's someone else behind that. And perhaps you, Dr. Shankara Chetty, you hit the nail on the head. Lucifer is using this man to push forward this uh, this agenda. And, you know, full marks to you. And I just gave a little bit of my masala. I don't know. Yeah. Your reaction to that, doctor? No, uh, absolutely, Shafat. Uh, look, when you, when you look around you at the people that are pushing this narrative, uh, we cannot stray from the fact that people have been injured, that there's been an unprecedented wave of uh, deaths, sudden deaths around the world. Young people are dying. The destruction is clear and obvious to everyone. We have increased the death rates globally, and we've decreased the fertility rates globally. Now, anyone that's still pushing this narrative uh, is either ignorant or has an agenda. Now, even an ignorant person can be enlightened, and they will see the wrong in their ways and come around. But you would have noticed that quite a few of the people pushing this agenda know about what's going on, and are completely unrepentant about their actions. And I think that the people that still push this agenda illogically, in spite of all the evidence that's presented to them, and are completely unrepentant and arrogant about their actions, they are the mark of the beast. They are the people. You see, we've come to a point, Shafat, where they've divided society for many years along many different lines, and the latest was along vaccination lines. And the aim is as long as they keep us divided, as long as they keep us fearful, they can guide us like sheep to an agenda, and we'll follow. We'll lead to our own demise with our stupidity and ignorance, and that's what they want. Now, uh, if you look around the world, they have taken hold of, of every sector. And that's that's where we are today. So we cannot blame doctors. Doctors, I don't think there's a single doctor that wants to harm his patient. So they were misled. uh, They were coerced. They were used to institute this plan. 
Uh, we can't blame people that took the vaccine. They as well were coerced into this. So we sit with the planet of victims. And there are a few critical thinkers who saw this from the start and understood the agenda. And uh, people, unfortunately, when they realize that they've made a mistake, are not very quick to admit that. So we're sitting with a planet that's psychologically traumatized by what has happened. And by admission that you made a mistake is an admission that you're now at risk because you either took the vaccine or you pushed the wrong agenda. But uh, we have to be repentant. We have to accept we made a mistake. And the only way to fix that mistake is to go back and try and rectify as much as you can. Don't let this happen again. So we can't walk away from it. That's what people need to realize. No matter the mistake you made, uh, it is an acknowledgement that you made a mistake that will bring forgiveness and bring a solution to it. If you doggedly stand by what your choices were, even though they were wrong, then uh, we're not going to solve the problem. And of course, that leaves us, the people fighting this war on the other side. We need to clearly define our enemies. And our enemies always lurked in the shadows. Uh, and I think it's time we, 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 we classify our enemies uh, so we know who we're fighting against. Uh, there's no point having our petty squabbles amongst families and friends. It's irrelevant. There's a huge big picture at play. And if they want us to argue, that keeps us uh, away from addressing the big picture. Uh, and like I said, I think in a previous uh, uh, podcast we did, that uh, I don't care which politician comes to power. Uh, I just want my sovereignty back. And as long as he's willing to take us out of these global governance regulatory bodies, I'll be happy with that. We can start form, uh, deciding how to run our country once we own our country. There's no point fighting about our country when we don't own it. Someone else is controlling it. Anyone that comes in is going to be a controlled puppet. And until we extricate ourselves from the controls of these regulatory bodies, we're not going anywhere. And the agenda, Shafat, goes very deep. If you look at all the non-governmental organizations, uh, forget the foundations, Bill and Melinda Gates and the Clinton Foundation and the Obama Foundation who got their hooks in everything. If you look at the foundations or the non-profit organizations that were meant to do healing around the world, uh, Oxfam, Unit Aid, all these, all these NGOs that go around trying to supposedly assist, they don't do that. Uh, they are part of this cabal. They get, think about it, they have diplomatic immunity wherever they go, right? They have financing for whatever they want to do, and uh, they cannot be prosecuted for anything that they do, and they're allowed with military support into the hardest hit of nation, hardest hit nations. So you got one, one group creating the war uh, that makes a lot of people destitute, and then you got these groups under the pretense of offering assistance going into these countries, but their main aim is to capture children. So in all these wars, a lot of the children go missing. Eight million children a year disappear. They don't disappear. They take it. And that's the reason Ukraine has such a huge noose around it. It's such a, it's such a conflicted country. Uh, the Nazism, the pedophilia, the child trafficking, all that's been going on for years. And all these organizations have been involved in it. I'd say... 90% of all these humanitarian organizations are captured and conflicted. And if they, they know they've got to get their funding. Look at how many of the UN uh, soldiers and things were charged for rape and things like that. Not charged, but brought up for rape and things like that. And it was all brushed under the carpet. No one says anything about it. Uh, so there's, there's a lot going on that the, the layman doesn't see. And if you sit back and look very closely... Uh, the devil is in all the details, and we shouldn't ignore that. Uh, I always say uh, no two people see the same fight in the same way. Ten people watch a fight, you'll get ten different stories. And if you watch that fight, you'll see it in the eleventh way. So the free will that you were given was for you to use your own eyes and your, your own ears to go look, and not to ask your neighbor what he heard and saw. Because you'll see it in that 11th way and you were meant to see it in that 11th way because you have a unique journey. And the way you see it and hear it is the way God meant you to hear it and see it to grow you in a particular direction. But we gave away that free will to all these politicians and people that we trust and these so-called experts and we just blindly trust what they tell us. And so today we're sitting with the problem. 
we can't convince anyone that they're not seeing the truth. But I guess pain will get people to rise and realize, hopefully, before they injure too badly. Um, you can see I paused there because I took everything in and I'm uh, really enjoying this conversation. And you can hear uh, that, uh, you know, it may be jolting a lot of people who are listening to us. And, you know, you talk about the people that are pushing this agenda, unrepentant. And we know who we're talking about this, these guys. And they are telling us again, no, there's another, uh, you know, there's another wave coming through and with a straight face looking at you with bulging bank balances and things like that. And, you know, you're making the point, despite seeing the proof, there's so many people like yourself and, you know, uh, many like yourself that have come to the fore and have spoken and even told the World Health Organization who they are and what they are doing. But despite that, you know, as you said, they're seeing the proof and you guys have given the proof. And uh, I mean, you make the point and if they can see the proof and they still want to deny it, then they are the mark of the beast. You couldn't have said it better. And, uh, you know, people are coerced into this agenda. Uh, People have, uh, you know, some of them uh, that have uh, weak minds uh, just fall prey to these people. But critical thinkers, yes, like yourself, have taken a stance. And, uh, you know, then you find uh, there's this uh, wrong agenda being pushed uh, by these uh, uh, NPOs uh, that are captured by these people, that are funded by these people. And, uh, you know, what was very shock, uh, shocking, and uh, as you said, it goes uh, very deep into this. You spoke, about, uh, you spoke about Oxfam and Unit Aid and so forth. And uh, part of the, they are part of this uh, uh, cabal. And, uh, you know, a shocking um, uh, disclosure that you made uh, that they have a diplomatic immunity. They cannot be prosecuted. And then you come to the crux uh, of the matter that where they go into countries looking for the softest and the most innocent target of all children. And you go on to say, doctor, eight million children, uh, you know, go missing every year. And, you know, um, they take it, uh, you know, I mean, this is what you told me. 90% 90% yeah. of these uh, NPO organizations are, you know, pushing this agenda forward. And it's a shocking. I mean, uh, if you, and, and, uh, as you say, they have diplomatic immunity. They cannot be prosecuted. Uh, they just go there, act like, you know what? Shakespeare said this, look like the innocent flower, but be the serpent beneath it. And this is what we are looking at, uh, looking at, doctor. Yeah, yeah. One more thing, one more thing about people that think, okay, we are religious people, you know, we can't be uh, do, uh, doing wrong. But let's talk about those that are thinking that way. And we, well, what we can tell them, the priest deserves the congregation and the congregation deserves the priest. Doctor? Yes, absolutely, Shafat. Uh, we, I think what we need to realize is that we should follow God, not the priest. The priest might be captured. And uh-huh. God resides in every one of us. Uh-huh. You're right. You know, I, I teach my patients a very wow. simple thing. Doc, doc, doc. There's, on, doc. there's only four things. Doc, doc. That you, input. Me, you know what? Yeah. When you tickle my brain, let me say it. Okay. Can, can, can yeah, I yeah. say this? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to this. You will not know truth by men. You will not know truth by men. Rather know the truth. Then you will know the men that are truthful. Go ahead, doc. Absolutely, Shafat. It's, 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 it's written in every single one of us when we're born as a child. When we're born as a child, God speaks to us through our innocence. He needs our innocence to communicate with us. When a child sees two strangers, he knows who to go to and who not to go to. He doesn't have to be taught that. But as soon as he forms prejudice, uh, preference, he starts to see the world in a particular way, he loses his innocence. And if you don't have that innocence, then God's not going to talk to you. You'll have to figure this out for yourself. So I always say we should go back to being innocent children because he still resides in every one of us. That boy is still in my heart. And uh, he's the one that God will direct to my destiny. I can choose where I want to go, but uh, I won't be happy getting there. And we think we're in control. We're not in control. We're only in control of what we say, do, think and feel. And in what we say, do, think and feel, it's innate in us not to do any harm. And we should practice that. Learn to drive the car he gave you. You can go everywhere. But we don't want to learn how to use this brain and body that he gave us. But we keep looking at a destiny. And because of that, we are captured. People, these, 
this economic time that we live in, this industrialized world that we live in, keeps showing us things on the outside that we aspire to. But we never aspire to anything on the inside, to be better people, to try and be more helpful. You try and, out of the goodness of your heart, form an organization, a non-profit that's meant to help people and see how much of bureaucracy there is uh, to form a a tax-free organization that will have diplomatic immunity wherever you go and do it out of the goodness of your heart and see if it's possible. Uh, so, yeah, uh, all these things are captured. Uh, everyone is working together in a cabal. Each one's, each one's scratching each other's back. And we, uh, you know, they used to use the word that was a scarpy. That's what we are. They mm. think we scarpies. Yeah, you talk about, hey, that was a scarpy. I know that term, uh, Doc. Yeah, we had a couple of those called scarpies at the school and all, but they were not scarpies yeah, yeah. today. Some of them are cops yeah. and all, and some of them are sergeants yeah, yeah. too. I mean, there's a scarpy and all. I mean, sometimes the scarpy has the last laugh. You know, you talk about prejudice, you talk about the innocence of people, and, uh, you know, what happens people that are prejudiced? They already have the preconceived conclusion. I mean, they, even if they are yeah. or media writers, they already, you know, the conclusion is written already but they'll write some airy-fairy things and they'll still knock you. And when they look at you, they're already looking at you. I mean, especially, you know, people in your field that are speaking the truth. But uh, these uh, people that are pushing for the agenda of uh, the Lucifer, they're already writing their articles against you with a preconceived conclusion. And you know what that yeah. is all about, uh, Doctor. And, you yeah, know, the, yeah. we, 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 uh, one of the interviews I uh, saw you, and you said this, uh, you know, brilliantly, when you said the dog chasing its tail, incessantly i mean it's definitely is the dog is chasing its tail but it's uh, worse than that because when it's chasing its tail uh it's not leaving a tail of two cities it's leaving a tail of destruction talk to us about that yeah, yeah we, we we're never going to get past this until we awakened until people realize that hey, they're being misled and the only way you'll realize that shafat is if you go back to being innocent and unprejudiced and look at everything in front of you with that innocent curiosity that God gave you. So that you're willing to pry into everything. I always say when I deal with medical, new medical problems, like these clocks we see, the strange things we're noting, it's like a child with a, with a toy. Uh, I'm innocently curious. I'm not prejudiced. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not trying to point fingers at anyone. I just got this new toy and I want to figure out how it works. That's all. And that's the reason I look at it from all directions. Uh, I've looked into everything from the nanotechnology in the vaccines to the uh, 5G and the networks that form in the body to uh, what they call uh, uh, Mogellons, which is cross-domain biology. Uh, people don't even know about that, that they've been making biology for years and putting it in everything. Uh, we see in blood samples a thing called Mogellons, which are fibers uh, hollow tubules that look like parasites. Now, you would have seen people were noting that there were parasites in the virus. Uh, those weren't parasites, those were Mogellans. And that is cross-domain biology that's been manufactured for years. It's been sprayed. A lot of people have it in their blood and they don't even know it. Uh, these Mogellans are made of a, a, a protein called amyloid. And amyloid, when it breaks down and misfolds, causes Alzheimer's and dementia because it makes prions. So we've seen a rise in the last 50 years of these kind of things. Uh, so, yeah, I think if you're not open to being innocently curious, you're going to miss a lot of what's around you. And of course, to be innocent and curious is not to take life too seriously and be willing to look at everything around you. Each one of us, every individual on this planet is on a journey alone. No priest is going to save his flock. You have to make the choices for yourself. You have to look at your journey and make your choices. Each one of us individually will be judged. So we mustn't be mistaken that if we join a herd, we'll be saved. We need to look inside at each one of us. Each person must be introspective and understand the repercussions of their actions, their thoughts on everyone around them. And that's, that's the vehicle he gave us. And that's the vehicle we should spend our time controlling. Not the world around us. The world around us is not meant to control. Technology was meant to enslave us. Uh, nuclear power can be good or bad, but it's used for bad. Yet it could have provided us with an un unlimited power source. 
So every bit of technology has its good and bad. When you tie yourself to it and aspire to it, then uh, it's taken over you. You know, sometimes you have to you have to stop and look. One day, uh, my wife came back and someone had opened the door into my car and it left a dent. And I was, when I saw it that morning, I was irritable. And at lunchtime, I went out and I looked at it again and I was still irritable. And I stopped and looked at it and I thought, is my irritation worth it? Uh, it's just a car. Why am I so invested in it? And I put a smile on my face and I thought, ah, it's just a car. It's not gonna, it's not gonna spoil my day. If I died tonight, I can't say the car spoiled my last day. Yeah. And so I, we, we learn as we go along. We get drawn to things, but we must be willing to look inside ourselves and understand: we make this heaven or earth, uh, on earth, or we make it hell on earth. And we must decide because uh, Shafat, uh, we can't expect to go to heaven and have everything that we aspire to when everything we aspire to requires a body for it to enjoy. I mean, leaving this body behind and we're only going with our spirit. So if you want to practice to be in heaven and be happy in heaven, then let's practice for our spirit to be happy today. Not wait to go to heaven and find maybe a Mercedes waiting for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, if you really look at us, we are, uh, you know, a spiritual being having a physical experience. And uh, then yeah. uh, the second second point that you make, it it is what's uh, within ourselves that makes us happy or unhappy. And uh, we have the keys to that gate. Either we can open up uh, to negativity or lock negativity out and just surround ourselves with the positivity. I like that uh, dense story that yeah. you gave. And, uh, you know, yeah. also uh, look at uh, human beings. If you look at them, they're either people or they're sheeple or they become sheep. And then, you know, talking about sheep and uh, so forth, you know, toxins in the food products, uh, feeds for livestock, uh, humans, uh, you know, are even eating food uh, that is comp uh, compromised. Uh, even our poor pets, uh, most of them are dying because they'll be buying this pet food, etc. And, you know, 90% of the chicken fillet is uh, full of water and toxin. And, uh, you know, it, if, if, if you go look at it, hey, it looks so lovely, so tempting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so deceptive, uh, doctor, that in this deception, we're buying these foods off the shelf, we're going and cooking them, and we're putting poison into our bodies. So what are, are we not sheeple then? Yeah, we've been mesmerized. They've, they've managed to mesmerize our senses. We see a nice chicken fillet and we think, oh, that looks so nice. But we don't realize. I mean, that, that's, that's when you cut a chicken, that's not what you get out of a normal chicken, you know. Uh, so we've been mesmerized into thinking that way. I think uh, people need to, and, and as well, Shafat, you must remember, it's all related to money. So the things that we buy will uh, basically empower the people that we buy it from. So the first thing we need to do is to stop buying all the big name brands, start supporting the local producers of things. Uh, they care for their community. They're not going to poison their own children and we can trust them. And so we need to, never mind, it's more expensive, but instead of buying all the big name brands, start pulling away from those name brands. Stop looking at following trends, fashion, all that kind of thing. Look at quality, look at where it's made, look at, look at our people working and being empowered to make that. It doesn't, doesn't care how it looks on you. It's you've done something good and it'll keep you far warmer in your heart than your body alone. Uh, so we got to look at that. Uh, who are we supporting with our buying power? The second thing is, through our taxes that we're paying, we seem to be paying for our own demise. The governments and the money that gets used, our taxes for nefarious means. And we need to take control of that. Uh, so there's the, the, these are the ways that we should, as a population, change the future. Be more cautious about where we spend our money and be more cautious about what our taxes are used for. Uh, at the end of the day, we know that tax is uh, actually illegal. It's not something that should have happened. But hey, we live in this world and our taxes are meant to take care of communities and they don't. So uh, we got to look at everything, everything today, everything you breathe, everything you smell, everything you see, everything you eat, uh, all your senses are compromised and you got to be very cautious. I think we all weren't meant to hear everything and see everything. And that's the reason we see it in those 10 different ways. So our unique sight of things gives, gives us our unique perspective. And I think our unique perspective is meant to help us along on our journey of growth spiritually. But we've given that spiritual growth away 
to people that mesmerize us. These are magicians that got sleight of hand and we all mesmerized by the show, but there's a lot going on behind their back. You know, doctor, when you talk about this, then I'm, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, when you look at modern medicine, uh, I think you said this earlier on, it is all about uh, money and uh, not about healing and curing people. It's uh, looking at each individual as a, you know, as a cash cow, you know, and then when you look at, uh, uh, you know, they're pushing something that is not effective, something that will, uh, you know, even ruin your body more. And then, you know, looking at the natural immunity that God has given to each body, each human body, that physical body, the body can heal itself. Uh, and uh, but these people want to take away that uh, natural divine decree that's controlling that uh, every cell in your body, you know, every movement, every blink, every breath of air that comes into you is given for free. But they're making the body a commodity so that they can take yeah. uh, money out of you and uh, make you dependent on them so that you become like a ATM for them. Talk to me about that uh, scenario, Doc. Uh, Shabbat, it's, uh, it's more than just us as human beings that they are trying to control. Yes, we're given our our God-given uh, natural immunity. Uh, we are the, the, the most complex of creatures that God has created. But if you look at what's transpired over these last uh, century, uh, they've attacked nature. You've seen the destruction of all the biodiversity and species around us. Uh, they've, they've attacked everything. The air that we breathe, the water systems are polluted. Uh, and all this is about, uh, it's, it's because of big companies. Uh, strangely, they want me to cut down my carbon emissions, but uh, big companies that emit carbon that's uh, equivalent to what millions of people would uh, emit are not are not being controlled. Uh, so, so there's always this agenda. And remember, the agenda is not solely about human beings. It's about our entire planet. God created every creature. And remember with uh, Lucifer, he wants to destroy all of God's creation, not only us. So we're seeing the controlled destruction of the planet. Uh, everything around us is being touched. And so, yeah, we, we must be very cautious. Uh, you wonder why uh, Russia has, through the ages, been a target of the world. It's simply because the people that control the world are very vengeful of what Russia did to them. Revenge is always on the cards when it comes to them being initially banished from Russia. And so no matter what Russia does, they will always be the target. Uh, the Luciferians were banished from there and they will always hold revenge in their hearts towards the Russians. And so, so a lot of what's going on around the world that we see today has its roots in a long-standing revenge. And so, so yeah, uh, as, as human beings, I think, I think not so much our physical being and our natural immunity, but I think our savior will be our grounding in our spirituality. And that's something they cannot touch. Uh, they can wither our bodies away. They can do what they like. It's happening. No matter how careful you are, you have to breathe. You cannot avoid uh, electromagnetic radiation. You cannot avoid the contamination of the atmosphere. There's a lot that we can't avoid but we can avoid them capturing our spirits and capturing our innocence and capturing our souls. And so as long as we remain independently uh, thoughtful and as long as we remain cognizant of the needs of those around us, I think that's more important. Uh, we'll get squeezed and when we do, we'll see some of the worst of humanity and we'll see some of the best of humanity. And we must choose carefully which side we'd like to fall on when we're squeezed. And I think that will be the, the determining thing. Our aim is to ascend. Our aim is to be one with our creator. And he'll make that choice. And I think to do that is not going to be anything physical. Uh, it's not going to be anything of this world. It's going to be something of our spiritual upliftment. So not everyone will is meant to ascend. Not, not everyone is meant to be awakened. And I think we need to realize that good and evil are meant to exist. Uh, you can't, a torch doesn't have any beauty in bright light. It only shows its beauty in the darkness. So everything good cannot exist without bad. Uh, so I think everything has its place. 
uh, everything around us must be just accepted for what it is. But in our lonely journey through, we must choose carefully where we want to stand and let okay. everyone else choose where they want to stand. We can't change it. That's God's, that's God's work. We just got to choose carefully what we choose to, or how we choose to walk the walk. Absolutely. You're brilliant uh, there, Doctor. You know, whilst you're talking about, you talk a lot about uh, spirituality. Then I uh, think about the three religions of this world, you know, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Uh, I mean, if you look at uh, 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 Jesus's first commandment, you know, it was, uh, Hear, O Israel, your Lord, your God is one God. You listening, Doc? And, yes, then, yes. And, and then the Jew says, Ihad, 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 one God. Listen to what Islam says. La ilaha illallah. There is no God, but one God. I mean, what are we fighting about when Jesus gives you his first commandment? Hear, O Israel, your Lord, your God is one God. Who's that God? Yes, the same God that created you and I, the heavens and the earth. Uh, Ihad, Ihad, one God. And then you get uh, Islam saying, La ilaha illallah. There is no God. Oh, Muhammad Rasulullah. Muhammad is the messenger of God. Abraham was the messenger of God. You know, uh, when we talk about Jesus, I mean, Islam looks at him as a mighty messenger. There's a whole chapter, Surah 19, dedicated to whom, uh, Doc, in Surah, in, in, in the Quran, to Mother Mary. So I don't know who's bringing in this. As you said, the devil's got in and he's trying to, uh, each one of us don't see eye to eye. And as you said, the Rothschild have done a big disservice maybe to Judaism. But we know for a fact that uh, Judaism never accepted uh, Jesus. We know that. We know that for a fact. And, uh, you yeah. know, and we know for a fact, why would the Christian uh, Baptist Balt pray for, you know, uh, this country called Israel when it is a Zionist entity and all that. Yeah. But let's, uh, you know, let's move forward, uh, doctor. And well, talk I just about, wanted to add to that. Uh, okay, add, 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 add uh, me, doc. The second thing that Jesus said was uh, love thy neighbor and treat thy neighbor as you would treat thyself. Yeah, that, is that the second or third commandment? It's, I think it's the second or third one. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't about division. No. It was never about division. You see, Shafat, anything that brings us into a herd is going away from our individuality, our sovereignty in God's eyes. So anything, be it race, religion, creed, culture, fashion, whatever puts us into a box takes away our individuality. And we individuals in the front in front of God. So in every race, religion, creed, culture, whatever, there's good and bad. And if we're going to recognize people by religion and things like that, we're not going to see the good and the bad. Mm. And that's what we, and, and as long as they keep us divided, we have to choose a side. But there's no sides to choose. Each one's different. I've never met two people the same in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, eh? I mean, I, I mean, uh, there are certain individuals, uh, doctor, when you, you see them, there's an instantaneous, you know, um, uh, bond and you're like the person and a certain person yeah, that you meet and uh, you, yeah. you, you get that uneasy feeling and you avoid the person for the rest of your life. Uh, I don't know if you... As a child, you knew how to do that. Hey? Wow, As that's so grow. true. When that we are so children, true. we know how to do that. It's the innocence that God wow. speaks to us. You see a lion... He knows how to catch a buck by its throat and kill it. And he didn't go to university to figure that one out. Mm. Right? And a buck knows, don't go play with a lion, I'll die. But how did they come to all these conclusions? Innocent curiosity. They were innocent, they were curiosity, they were curious, and God made them see certain things, hear certain things in a particular way that taught them how to survive. So everything you need to learn how to survive was given to you the day you were born. And to grow it, you needed to be innocently curious. And that's all you need to get that information. Uh, but uh, different from a lion and a buck, he also gave us free will and critical thought. Now, the free will and critical thought wasn't to have the free will to criti criticize the people around you and form preferences and prejudices and all that. He made you different. And the critical thought that he gave you was meant to understand you. You have a sense of I. The lion doesn't know I. The buck doesn't know I. He's not walking around saying my mane is longer than his. But we have the sense of ourselves. And the aim of our critical thought and our free will was to investigate ourselves 
and criticize ourselves and grow ourselves and look with our own eyes and see with uh, hear with our own ears. And in doing that through, uh, through innocent curiosity, he'll speak to us and make us hear what we want or he wants us to hear. He'll make us see what we want to see or he wants us to see. And we'll, we'll, we'll find our place, each one of us different. But that's why I say we gave that away. We gave that away and we listen to other people, we follow, uh, we forget our individuality, we take on, when we take on things that put us into a herd, then we give away that innocence. You see, a lot of what happens is people climb hills uh, or mountains and then they climb onto the mountain and then when they look at the distance, they realize they climbed the wrong mountain, but they don't want to, they don't want to admit to that. So it's hard to climb down from that mountain and climb the correct one. So they'd rather die on that hill. You know, Doctor, what you talk about, you know, the animals, animals behave through instinct because God has programmed them that way. You know, they have instinct and they behave that way. But uh, human beings, as you said, we given the power of choice and thoughts. I mean, that is no other creation of God has that power of choice. We can choose what we need to do yeah. or what, what we do in life. And then, uh, you know, you, you say it, uh, that if you, if you have this power of choice, uh, you are blessed indeed uh, because as you get closer to the divine, and this is what he wants you to, uh, to, to get to realize uh, that you belong to him. Like in Islam, we say, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. If uh, someone departs from this world, from God we come and unto God shall we return. But when you start doing things that, that God loves, then you start seeing with the eyes of God then you start hearing with the ears of, you know, the pure ears that, that God has given you, like a godly yeah, ear, your touch, your hands, your walking, your talking, all becomes divine. And suddenly when you depart from this world, you know where you're going to, and you'll be given yeah. such a, uh, maybe a, a green carpet or a, a, a red carpet uh, treatment. I didn't want to say red because uh, Lucifer's color is red and black. So maybe uh, we'll say a, 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 a green carpet, uh, you know, uh, welcome and so forth. And, you know, I mean, this evening, there's so many things you spoke about spirituality. I'm so glad that, you know, uh, we, 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 we come to a commonality that we we, we, we agreeing on most of these things, uh, Doctor. Yeah. Uh, remember, uh, if you see a lion taking care of a lion, it's a normal thing. But if you see a lion taking care of a buck, then something is amiss and it looks unusual. Mm -hmm. You'll see a dog taking care of a dog and it's a normal thing. But when you see a dog playing with a cat, then someone takes a video and puts it on YouTube because it's unusual. We don't see that. Now, every creature has the ability to take care of its own, and, but it will, it will not take care of another species. It's unusual for that to happen. We are the only one of God's creation that can take care of everything. And we don't see that. Uh, it's the strangest thing. No other creature has been blessed with that ability to share and care with every one of these creatures. We, so why, why do we want to restrict it to taking care of our own human beings only? We were put here to care and share and take care of all his creation. Not only us, we're not his only creation. And it's that arrogance of thinking that we're superior that we go destroying his other creations. Mm. We don't respect it. Now, Doctor, when you spoke arrogance, and you talk about, uh, you know, the, there's a special race. Let's be looking more to the north. And, you know, I, I don't know. It is this race that is perpetrating genocide in the world. It is this race that has captured, uh, you know, that has the armaments industry uh, working for it, that uh, runs the food industry, that runs the pornography of this world, uh, that runs uh, the uh, medias of this world, that runs the breweries of this world. Why is it that this race only, you know what race I'm talking about, but there's yeah. also another uh, statistic uh, coming through that they on the way out, the population is dwindling, the church uh, population is dwindling, uh, they're becoming more, uh, you know, atheistic or more inclined to atheism and hooliganism, and uh, they are enjoying themselves, uh, you know, becoming uh, very hedonistic and so forth. Slowly but surely, you know, we talk about Lucifer's uh, army, but from within, the imploding, uh, Doctor, what's your thoughts? Uh, Shafat, that was meant to happen. Uh, look, uh, remember that like we, a lot of them are victims. They're victims of a superiority complex. 
remember that a lot of uh, uh, there have been civilizations that have come and gone that were far more developed than we are. Uh, when we talk of uh, extraterrestrial contact, all that kind of thing, you'll see it in carvings on rocks from ancient temples, uh, the, the pyramids. I mean, in the pyramids, you got carvings of DNA. Uh, how did that happen? When did they figure that? And humanity is coming through a full cycle where you will see the worst of humanity and it will give into a period of enlightenment. Uh, it must not lead to our destruction. And of course, uh, when we decide, look, we, we doomed and we're going to uh, become extinct, we can't leave floppy disks around hoping that new civilization will gain all the knowledge we have. So the only thing we can do is carve it onto rocks so that it survives. But on those carvings, you can see that uh, previous civilizations were far more advanced than we were. Uh, so when you look at the West, they brought in all the new technologies into this civilization, even though it existed in other civilizations around the world and there's record of mm. it. So when you look at everything from nuclear power to electricity, the industrial revolution, how did a man realize that he can melt a rock and make iron? When did he get the ability to melt a rock? I mean, he was rubbing two stones together to make a fire. Now, how did that happen? So when you look at Luciferianism or Satanism, these are the bargaining tools, advances in technology. So Lucifer will, in your dreams, show you something that is magnificent, but you have to give your soul for it. And that magnificence then grows, and you can use it for good or evil, but if, you, if you've shown it through Lucifer, then you'll use it for evil. So all technology has been weaponized. The water, nuclear power, the air, everything's been weaponized. So the technologies that came forth were used by these people that have now captured the world to mesmerize the West and make them think that they are superior race. And that has led to all that we've seen, that superiority manifesting itself in all that we've seen from colonialism to, enslave, to uh, slavery uh, to uh, everything that we've seen. Uh, the capture of governments, the control of financial systems. But all that is breaking. All that is breaking. And you can see that the Eastern powers uh, that are the old civilizations of the world, including civilizations like Russia, uh, uh, India, China, and of course in the West, the, uh, the Brazilian civilizations, Incas, Aztecs. They're all coming together in this BRICS group of nations. And the BRICS group of nations is going to form a very, very strong opposition to the Western powers that were. And they won't allow it to happen. They will do everything they can to break up the BRICS group. Uh, it's simply because we pose the biggest threat to them. And as long as the BRICS group forms uh, around enlightenment, around understanding history, uh, we, we, can, we can win this war. But history needs to be rewritten. Uh, history is written by the people that won the war not the people that suffered through the war. And so we have to we have to relook at what transpired in the past and rewrite those books. You know, they found that the pyramids are more than 13,000 years old. And they tied that to a lot of ancient Hindu temples, a lot of Aztec uh, temples, a lot of scriptures, Vedas. They all come from around the same period. So, yeah, 13,000 years ago, the, the world goes through that cycle. Uh, of 13,000 years. So it got destroyed and we rebuilt. And we're reaching that point where technology will wipe us out again. Yeah, so we've got to be ready. Yeah, you're absolutely. I mean, they wouldn't tell you they're using this algorithm for AI and all that. And who founded the algorithm? It was, uh, you know, uh, a very famous uh, Muslim, Al Khawarizmi. And you're famous, uh, you know, for. He's writing of these books and algebra, uh, algebra and so forth. And, you know, this was all said, but they wouldn't even tell you that because it was in good hands for good things. But they've taken into algorithms. It runs your computers. It runs your uh, stock exchange. It runs your, 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 you know, your, your electrical grid and so forth. All that is done, but no one will tell you that it was found. You spoke about iron, doctor, you know, mining iron. You know, iron is not found, uh, doesn't come, uh, is not found, you know, mined in this earth. Oh, it doesn't grow in this earth. It comes from the stars. I mean, it falls in uh, as form of meteorites into the ground. And then, you know, 
that's how you get your iron. And you don't find, I mean, and each individual, you as a, as a doctor, as a scientist, know that each individual has a certain amount of iron in him, you know, to, yeah. hey, he's got no iron in his body and so forth. But, you know, we had fascinating uh, conversation. I'm looking, we already spoke an hour and our program is given 55 minutes. Perhaps, uh, perhaps your parting words uh, this evening, doctor. I think, uh, I think, Shafat, every person needs to find the child in their heart and have a long conversation with themselves to figure out whether they're being innocent and being, uh, in all they say, do think and feel kind and useful. Uh, the world around them really doesn't matter. We take it too seriously. Uh, if uh, we might, death might be our savior. And at the end of the day, we need to be kind to each other. And uh, God will speak to you in that innocence and we need to rekindle that innocence and not be judgmental of uh, people around us, the facts around us, anything around us. Don't be judgmental of it. Be willing to accept everything. It's all meant to be. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Shankara Chetty. You have a beautiful evening ahead. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Shabbat. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah. good night to your audience as well. Uh, thank you very much. And I'd like to thank uh, Lukolo for good, uh, brilliant engineering. Uh, yes, uh, keep it locked on to Marka Sahaba for beautiful programming and lovely Nasheed interspersed. From the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.